This is the Lakin Chronicles Road to Recovery podcast with addiction recovery specialist, Dr. Greg Lakin. Real people, real stories, real addiction, and real recovery journeys. The Road to Recovery starts now. Yes, welcome back to the Lakin Chronicles. I have the joy of Ricky, an update on Ricky. Um, we've talked a couple times before, and yeah. you and Heather, we're, we're going to get through this addiction together, and... and uh, there was a time there where I didn't think either of you was going in the right direction, and, and, and you probably weren't, but uh, it seems like it's uh, doing much better now. So tell me a little bit about, I mean, to catch people up, I mean, it was both opioids and methamphetamines for how long? Uh, I think almost uh, at least a year and a half, maybe almost two years, I think it was. I was uh, in relapse of on meth, and I... Uh, I was, I don't know why, I was kind of in a rebellious stage somewhat for some reason, but I think I was, I was more mad with at my higher power, to be honest with you. Yeah? And then, I'm just being honest there, yeah. and and I, I, I don't, I, it was my own stuff, and it took me a while to realize that, but, um, yeah, and... Um, so when you're mad at the higher power, is it, I mean, you're feeling like a victim. Right. Well, I yeah. There's there's some situations I felt like that my higher power could have stepped in and stopped and and hey, I'm like I'm like what the fuck you know <laughs> you know and and I but I know it was my fault but at the same time I'm like why didn't you save me <laughs> it's it's weird to say but yeah. but um he's he's definitely stepped in now and it, I mean he was always there he was he just he saw me through a lot of shit because mm -hmm. honestly I, I i'm I, my addiction was killing me it yeah. was killing me slowly i and well <laughs> what did a typical speak, day look like for you i mean um uh it was it was i would wake up and i mean wake up and try to figure out like what was stolen and and then uh if i would if i felt like shit then i, I would because you guys were just crashing anyway Right. Yeah, or either with oh, each yeah. other or separately, any, anywhere. Yeah, Friends we house. lived we lived in a tent for months. Yeah, we lived in a tent months, and I remember we were living uh, down in Old Town in a parking lot for for about a month. I think. Really? Yeah. yeah, and in a tent, and uh, actually, we didn't even have a tent the whole time. It was just our sleeping bag, and bit we got it about halfway through, and uh, yeah, it was. It's such a huge change now. I I know I'm gonna have a warm place to sleep, and I know I'm gonna have something to eat. And I, I used to only eat one meal a day, and now I, I I eat like four or five meals a day. Yeah, just putting on. Well, so. I mean, and you survive by panhandling or stealing. Yeah, I mean, right? You carry around a backpack and whatever yeah. you do, what you have to do. Like, what were some of the things you did? Um, I would uh. Uh, for for my drugs, I would panhandle. I would panhandle uh, to get up enough to for the drugs. But um, if I was going without food or something like that, I I would steal food. But um, I didn't. I wouldn't steal to to for my drug habit. <laughs> mm -hmm. That that was years ago. I did that. But yeah. but I would steal for food if I was hungry. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah I was it was kind of like a rule I did for myself. I won't steal for my addiction, but I will steal if I'm hungry. <laughs> if I can, you can but, justify it better. Well, yeah, and I yeah, you steal from you steal from like. Quick trips or whatever, I don't know. Uh, you, know um, you know, 
Dollar Trees. <laughs> oh, is that right? Probably yeah. Dollar Trees and no. just um, yeah, so like Dollar Generals. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was just uh, just some food to get by. Yeah, but I mean, we kind of we figured out. I mean, all like all the soup kitchens and just you know we kind of we we finally got our food stamps but yeah we just kind of figured out how to 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 get by at the Lord's mm -hmm. Diner and well weren't so, you telling me that a couple of the places that put people up they don't take couples right no they got one for males and one for females and, yeah you know. they they split you up and uh yeah they they kind of they they'll put you in like this like facility and if you leave at all, then like you're kicked out for that night, or a lot of times you can get in trouble to where like you, they won't have you come back or something. But I remember for the longest time they had it shut down because of COVID, and, uh, and I guess they opened it back up. But um, I think the main reason why we didn't do that is because they would split us up, and she, uh, I, we just didn't like that period. I guess we, right. a, every option they had to keep us together, they were always full. So we just kind of, we just did it on our own. Did the, the tent or stay with friends. And, and I was worried about you both at one time too because it didn't look like either you're going the right direction. And in fact, it seemed like. You're only as strong as the weakest person, you know, or the weakest moment of of, the, of the, that person. Mm. Um, so you guys would kind of keep each other down by commiserating. So you weren't uncomfortable enough to make a change. That's yeah. the way it appeared to me. But obviously, something incentivized you both to to make a, a positive change. And mm. one of those was getting out of Wichita, right? Yeah. And, and then you're you're rooting for Heather as well, yeah. and and a happy ending with with her own children because that's always been just just uh, one of the things that kept her in the cycle. But for you, yeah, it I, I yeah part of it was the I was angry with that and just I yeah I don't know I, I don't know what it was but one thing I do know is um, my higher power. He humbled me. He humbled me to a point in which um, I guess before that I I, I always made uh, like either Heather or, or my job my higher power like my yeah. you know my first thing. But now it's it's I feel like my my higher power is number one in my life right now, and and I think that's that's what he wanted. He had he wanted to humble me to the point, yeah. and he couldn't do that unless. He he made everything in my life disappoint me to the point where I was crushed, and yeah. and he, I had to realize that no matter what he would never let me down, um, and he would always have my back, and he has always. I just had to see that. And <laughs> so you know, I, I think you have to get so uncomfortable that you make a change. You know, I mean, people they get bad, but not bad enough, or or but some people never get that chance because they get in a you know, something with fentanyl in it or the overdose, they die. So there's a lot of people that never get a second chance or a third chance or a fourth chance. But, um, I mean, you've always been very resourceful yeah. and, uh, sounds like you were maybe negotiating with God, but <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, you just had to get bad enough. Yeah. And then tell me how your mind shifts, you know, once like you're on Suboxone, you're on a stable dose. Now you just, one twice a day. Um, um, the, yeah. 
I'm well. Um, I'm on the Wellbutrin uh, XL, and that that right. helps actually a lot. I don't know. It helps with anxiety and just those those days. The because the, I that roller coaster was. I mean, it was such hills, and now it's just like flat line. <laughs> it's like right, yeah. And it, but it's it's a good flat line, and I'm I'm grateful. I was so low at certain points that I'm like I would choose that flat line over. You know what I mean? Those lows. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, it felt like hell was unleashed on me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And did, what, when you say that, what do you mean hell? You mean like from a emotional? Yeah. It, well, I I like to call it the coin because um, whenever I would use, mm-hmm. it's like a coin would flip, and like um, right now it's on the good side. But when that coin flipped, it's like the bad side, yeah. and it's like um, we even talk about it among other addicts mm-hmm. uh, were like there's like this dark world underneath like society that nobody really talks about and stuff and we right. call that the addiction mm-hmm. you know the game i guess right. but, and that's the other side of the coin and they, they if you don't fit well there like if you fit on the other side of the coin they notice mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like what are yeah. you doing here and they're like why are you in this world <laughs> yeah like because you ain't you don't act like the rest of us and so it's 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 just a it's a whole like under society yeah it's hard to explain it's like a black market society <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know and it's very real it's you're yeah. not one of us anymore now <laughs> yeah not all, yeah yeah, um, yeah. I had trouble fitting in on both sides of the coin. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, and yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I I don't know why. I guess I I feel like I'm more on the light side. I guess, and because I just whenever whenever I'm in my addiction, I do stupid things <laughs> yeah. to to you know to yeah. pay for whatever desperate I'm, desperate <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah, and you know, I remember you telling me in one of your earlier interviews that. You know, there was maybe always some underlying anxiety, and sometimes you used alcohol, and sometimes it was a different addiction or, or whatever. But, um, and then maybe it was you, and there was talking about that, that flat effect you feel sometimes where, like, all of a sudden you're off of your drug of choice long enough that you, you don't feel joy or pleasure or anything right now, and you that's not a good feeling either. Yeah. But, um, yeah, 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 that's hard that. to deal yeah. with. Um, I mean, there's times when it, where it is bad, and it makes me want to like drink. And the problem is when I drink, um, it makes me want to use meth even more. Whenever yeah. I drink, and um, luckily Heather, she's she's pretty strong right now. And uh, there's because uh, there's a couple times I was getting weak, and I had it been close by, I would have done it, but. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky enough to where the circumstances weren't <laughs> like that, weren't bad in that at that time. So, um, so the flat times, um, yeah, luckily the, uh, the Wellbutrin helps with that, and she always tries to cheer me up. And when she notices I'm down or I'm mm-hmm. kind of depressed, and and still, I mean, those bottoms were so low. I mean, I I, I don't want to go back there. I'm well, scared. I can imagine of it. living on the street now, as cold as it is, but. I'm honestly scared yeah. of it. I'm yeah. scared of going back down there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go back down there. I will do anything other than go back down there. Yeah. It's hard to explain. <laughs> well, yeah, don't forget where you were because, cause, yeah, it, it's good. You, you can't afford uh, to go back. But yeah. No, this is wonderful. I appreciate you're always very 
articulate and very good at explaining things. And, and, uh, um, I was always rooting for you, you know, there, I remember one time you and Heather, I wasn't sure if you were good for each other and I, you know, or, 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 you know, brought each other down, but, you know, actually she may end up saving you. Yeah. You know, she, yeah. so that's, that's good too. She so. took the first step and yeah. yeah and she's yeah. really had a good attitude and it, yeah. it surprised me. I mean, honestly, I thought, kind of, I thought it was going to be me too, but yeah. she's, she's really, she's really pulled through. I'm proud of her. I am. And yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I felt like I wanted this all the time, like anyways, but I just, I, I was too chicken shit to take those steps to do it. You know what I yeah. mean? And now it's just, it's happening. No, so. being, being <laughs> sobriety is a, a scary thing when you haven't been there for so long. So, yeah. and then, yeah, your way of thinking has changed a little bit. I imagine. Oh yeah. 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 I'm clear. I'm thinking so much more clear and I don't always go to that you know, just that negative way of thinking. Like I used to constantly just like die. Like whenever somebody would make me angry or something, I would just like Im immediately start tearing them down in my head. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and now I stop myself. I'm like, I'm like, oh, hold on, Ricky. <laughs> yeah. You know, you need, cause I, I run into a lot of people when I panhandle and sometimes right, yeah. they, I get, you're still ones. doing that to this day, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for my birth certificate to come in the mail, but as soon as that, because I, 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 I don't, I have to humble myself to do that, mm -hmm. to, to, because I don't like asking anybody for anything, but I, especially that. Um, but, Although you did say you're getting more money now that you're sober, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they could sense that. It's like people, yeah. people could sense that, and they just. And I, I mean, a lot of people, they feel like they're, they're like, I don't know why, but I'm just, I feel like I'm like inclined to help you for some reason. Yeah. Like, and they can't explain it. And I'm like, well, thank you. You know, you're not just helping me. You're helping me and Heather, like, you know, pay for our motel and food or something. They're depending on what we need. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So oftentimes people panhandling or smell like alcohol, or you can see it in their eyes that they're still on something or or you're just enabling their addiction basically. But, um, yeah, they, they believe that you're worth saving evidently and yeah. you're doing some of the work to do it. So yeah, well, good. Yeah. Well, hopefully next time you'll have a job and yeah. it sounds like you kind of got one lined up and, yeah. um, they said you're hired. Yeah. Just, just waiting on ID. Yeah. Well, perfect. Yeah. All right, Ricky. All right. Well, thanks for giving us an update. Well done. Dr. Lakin is a board-certified family medicine doctor with an emphasis in addiction medicine and over 25 years of experience. For addiction recovery services in the Wichita area, please visit www.centerforchangeks.com or visit samhsa.gov for a national directory of resources and recovery centers in your area. You can also find these links in the podcast description. Thank you for listening to the Lakin Chronicles Road to Recovery podcast. And remember, you've got this.